0: Hey everybody and welcome to In and Out of Frame. It's our very first episode, yeah! <laughs> um, Hopefully it is being posted when I like it. It will be posted, our first video on Patreon first for all of you beginning viewers and then it will be streamed through all of your podcast needs. So welcome, thank you so much for checking it out. I've been really planning this for a very, very long time. Um, I don't want to say ever since I started dancing, but I would say within the past four years since I've really indulged myself in a podcast and have really enjoyed listening to them and learning from them myself. So um, just a little bit about what you're gonna be in for when it comes to in and out of frame. I am going to do different kinds of episodes for you guys. So it's not just going to be, you know, I'm going to talk about one performer. It's not all going to be about white Christmas or singing in the rain or theater. It's going to be about a broad spectrum of dance and performance And I'm going to have different types of episodes. So I'm going to have biopic episodes. I'm going to have history episodes. I'm going to have interview episodes, which are going to be the best. And then I'm going to have listener story episodes where you can write in your stories and stuff about dance that you love and your experiences with learning something new Just all the good stuff, everything we want to hear, everything we feel when it comes to performing, that's what I want to project onto all of you. You will get to know me as the podcast goes on, so this first episode is not going to be an introduction of myself. It's just all about the podcast because really I'm making it for you to experience and enjoy and learn and just have fun. Um... Yeah, so I don't want to dive into it quite yet. I really want to talk more about what I want to expect out of the next few weeks or the next few months or the next few years as we really make this podcast together. Um, There are going to be some months where it's not four weeks, so those four different episode options aren't, you know, really going to work, (laughs) but I'm going to do bonus episodes. So those bonus episodes will include other people and maybe be more of another interview or it could be like a jam session and talk about performance. It's just going to be a broad spectrum of things, but it's all going to be about the one thing, which is dance and performance and expressing yourself and being who you want to be, right? A lot of different dances that I'm going to dive into. Um, A lot of different friends I have and people who I've met over the years who I've stayed in contact with. Um, People in the theater community, people in the like uh, ballroom community, people in the techno community, people in the drag community, people in the burlesque community, people in the pole community, people in the, oh man, just, There's so many different types of performances, people in the um, like salsa community, you know, because it it all feeds off of each other. It's all a big diagram. It spiders out and we're going to just talk to everyone and dive into history of movements and history of different dance halls and places where things were born and when it comes to biopics, obviously, I'm going to throw in some of my favorites. So like Dick Van Dyke, Debbie Reynolds, Lady Gaga, Britney Spears. It's it's not just all going to be one type of genre. That's all I'm really introducing to you right now. because so I want you to have an open mind, but really just enjoy learning something about one thing you're passionate about, which is dance, right? Because it all makes us feel so good when we move a little bit and We learn a new move and we accomplish it. And we're like, heck yeah, I did it. (laughs) And that's what I always love to see when I taught dance for so long was when you feel, when you see that glimmer and you feel that spark, you're like, yeah, I just did that. I want you to feel that way when we are learning new things together and you're listening to this like, yeah, I recognize that feeling. And yeah, I just learned something new. That is so cool. (laughs) So anyway, that's that's my dream for this. I created my dream board, and my dream board was always have a podcast. So now I made a dream board to continue this podcast, continue in and out of frame. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for viewing the first video today. I'm going to have a lot of cool things for you. I'll say it at the end of the episode. I'm about Patreon and donating and getting some cool choreographed videos and some little extra sprinkles in there for you. (laughs) But okay, let's get started. So our very, very first episode is going to be an interesting one. I want it to be, I want it to be really fun, but I want it to be like different. But like I said, not everything is going to be about Someone we always recognize as a dancer. Okay. Are you on pins and needles? <laughs> Our first episode is a biopic episode. And it's about Christopher Walken. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so a lot of you ha- who have seen his movies. A lot of people know him. So I don't understand if you're like Christopher Walken. Who? I'm sorry if I'm being biased. But... I love movies. He's amazing. Everyone knows him. He has such a long list of amazing roles, different types of roles. And if you don't know him, please check him out. I bet you do know who he is. (laughs) He has been around for a very long time. Um, Just having us enjoy his presence on the screen and also dancing which is something that we don't really think about when it comes to him, except some random little parts that he always throws into his films. But we're going to really dive into his past and find out more about him and that background. Okay, you guys ready? Let me get my notes. And you're going to see me drink a lot of coffee, too. (laughs) As I'm sitting on this couch and enjoying my dream board and enjoying my Elvis poster, I have my French press hanging out with me. And I'm drinking a lot of black coffee. <laughs> no matter what time of day it is. My normal day job. I work overnights. So that's just what I'm going to be doing, right? Let's take a sip. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Christopher Walken. Let me get my notes. So Christopher Walken, Ronald. He doesn't like being called that. He likes Christopher. He was born March 31st, 1943. For all of you other people out there, he's an Aries (laughs) in Queens, New York. He has two brothers, older brothers, Kenneth and Glenn, and they were child actors in the 50s. They were influenced by their mother, who was also an actress, and both their parents were really theatrical based and artistic. So a lot of that was in their family in the first place. So, yeah, it it influenced their path, all of them but Christopher was the youngest of the brothers. So, um one of the first memories he has is at 10 he went to a show and he met Jerry Lewis at the show where Lewis and Dean Martin were hosts and they were asking kids to come on stage and he was in a skit as one of the extra kids. So at 10 years old, already senior brothers be a part of this acting community and seeing your family being a part of the acting community. He was in a skit as an extra with Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. You know, nowadays that would be like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like (laughs) those were major, major names back then. So I'll give you those references for everyone who's, you know, maybe younger than me, but Even me at 30, I understand that those two names are pretty big, and he got to be a part of that at 10 years old. That's how cool old Hollywood was at the time. So he said, as a child, he remembers um, just always being a part of dance, and I quote, it was very typical for people to send their kids to dancing school. You'd learn to ballet, tap, acrobatics. Usually you would even learn to sing a song. So he was really artistic. He was learning a lot. He knew how to express himself. It was in his blood. It was in his genes. It just works. So that was at 10 years old. Let's jump to 15. He's a cool cat. He's still Christopher Walken. He still has his vibe. He tries to ask this girl out to prom. She says, no, I have a boyfriend. He's like, oh, really? Oh, he's such a lucky guy. Um, Like, I don't know what to do, you know? You got a boyfriend now. He lost his chance. So her, (laughs) thinking she's clever, opens her wallet or pocketbook or whatever little ladies at 15 had at that time. What was he? He was born in 43. So yeah, in the 50s. And she shows him a picture. Right away, he already knows who it is. He recognizes it as Elvis Presley. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow, you know, what an amazing looking guy. <laughs> and He looks like a Greek god. <laughs> but he, he knew it was Elvis. And to quote, um, once again, this guy looked like a Greek god. Then I saw him on TV. I loved everything about him. And one thing he even did is... He styled his hair since then by Elvis. He always kind of had that swoop and that look. Elvis was an idol to him. He was a performer. He was a singer. He was an actor. He just had it all. He was the whole package. And that's what everyone really wanted back then, is they wanted to be the whole package. So already influenced by acting at 10, and now he can see that, you know, girl's, Or trying to fake Elvis to be their boyfriend. So he's like, I want to be that type of guy. That's who I want to be. And just so you know, he took her to prom. (laughs) He caught her. He took her to prom. (laughs) Okay, so as we continue. After high school, so he initially trained as a dancer at Washington Dance Studio. He also attended Hofstra University in Long Island, New York, but dropped out after one year. After getting in the role, a Dutch Clayton in the off-Broadway revival of Best Foot Forward. And here you go. Alongside Liza Minnelli. So that was in 1963. So he had a lot going on around that time, too. He was child acting alongside different shows and stuff that... He got in to, because of the Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin skit, he was child acting and doing theater. But this major off-Broadway production with Liza Minnelli really set him off in the theater community. And it's just what what he liked to do. But one cool thing I wrote, it has to, it still has to do with dance, but it's just kind of one of those old Hollywood lifestyles again, is he talked about when he was a part of that off-Broadway with Liza Minnelli, he was invited to Judy Garland's 16th birthday, and he, or no, I'm sorry, scratch it, he was invited to Liza Minnelli's 16th birthday, who is the daughter of Judy Garland. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, <laughs> I caught myself. But he was able to dance with Judy Garland, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, at a birthday party. Come on, guys. I want to be Christopher Walken. (laughs) I want to love Elvis while I do. But, anywho, (laughs) that's just super cool. So, he had this amazing lifestyle already. But he just enjoyed what he was doing. He enjoyed performance and dancing. And theater. So. Where am I at? I got all these notes. Sorry for my singing. I know I'm not good at singing. I might talk about dance. And hopefully you notice my videos. And maybe I'm kind of okay at dance. (laughs) Also. But I am not good at singing. That's my daughter. She sings good. Okay. So like I was saying. So that was 1963. Was the off-Broadway production, where he played a character named Dutch alongside Liza Minnelli. Um, Like I said, some of the child star things that he was a part of in 1953 after the Jerry Lewis, um, one of the shows was called The Wonderful John Acton, and for the next few years, he appeared regularly on TV and, you know, the thriving theater career when it came to that off-Broadway skit. Okay, jumping even farther. So he had a nice, busy life. You know, he dropped out of the uh, academy, and he just really wanted to be a performer. Um, and he was learning a lot of different styles of dance and ballroom. And just like he said, you know, it started when he was young. But one thing he always felt about himself was, quote, when I was young, I was giving guitar and piano lessons, but I wasn't great. End quote. One thing I did kind of see reading through that article was he said something about his hands. Like, he just felt weird. Like, he didn't know what to do with his hands. He felt stable and he felt in control when he was in frame. uh uh-huh, Not out of frame. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but he felt in control and he can express himself a little better and differently when it came to dance and theater and that type of performance not the instrumental performance. Okay, so let's continue on. So after that long um career of theater and performance, he still continued on, but now he was getting more dramatic roles. So one Role that really started to blow him up was Annie Hall in 1977. He still continued strong in film and theater for quite some time. And he did Annie Hall in 77. And then he in 78, he did Deer Hunter. And if anyone knows him in Deer Hunter, no one thought of him anymore as, you know, the Christopher on the stage and the Christopher that can tap dance. And Deer Hunter, that role completely morphed him into a serious dramatic actor. He said that he barely ate for like two weeks to have the certain persona and look of that character. It's just amazing. He really gave everything he got in everything he did. So that was Deer Hunter. And so, Annie Hall, Deer Hunter, two big films. In 1978, he won his first Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor because of Deer Hunter. So now, he just projected straight in that direction as serious actor. So that was 78. In 1981, he tap danced in a Steve Martin film called Pennies from Heaven. By this time, he was just a crazy deer hunter guy. And... Everyone's like, he's tap dancing. What is going on? Steve Martin's a comedic genius, and Christopher Walken, you know, this dramatic actor genius that just won an award, is tap dancing. Nah, and they were all shocked. That's that's what I have in a bullet on my notes. Everyone was shocked because, <laughs> yeah, he was just recognized a totally different in a different light. Okay, so that was 1981. Since then, he has done many, many different movies, and they were all dramatic roles or just character-based roles. He said he never, he rarely says no to a role. He believes how much he loves what he does, and he will give everything he got to a performance, and he feels like whatever character he's given, he will make it good. He rarely says no. So since then, in over 50 movies he's been in, he always throws in little snippets of himself performing. And when I say snippets, it can be like a bigger snippet where he's actually like dancing to a song or it could be him singing a little bit. It could be him just doing a little like jig for a second. But he's always throwing in some type of dance. Um, One thing I can think of. Which will come up later. Because it's a movie that was used. Was Catch Me If You Can. With Leonardo DiCaprio. In that movie. He's just the dad. Of Frank, Frank Abagnale. You know. He's Frank Abagnale Sr. And there's no reason for him to dance. But they used him getting his wife in the frame in the kitchen, kind of swaying with the music and then giving her the most proper dip you've ever seen. And that was Christopher Walken throwing in himself, dancing in a dramatic movie. And let me tell you, dipping is not as easy as it looks. (laughs) And this will be your first dance lesson. For all you ladies and gents out there who have your significant other Always dip to the left. And it might not be perfect yet because there are little tidbits that make dipping better. But let me tell you, if you dip to the left, you're already 50% there. (laughs) And it's just so much easier. I don't know why. If you're left-handed or right-handed, dipping to the left is magic. So there you go. Christopher Walken, dip to the left and catch me if you can. (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. So, that was in 1981. He danced pennies from heaven, shocked everyone. Since then, he always added little snippets in different movies that he was in, just throwing, sprinkling in a little performance here and there. So, 2001. He was hired on to do a whole music video directed by Spike Jones for the band singer Fatboy Slim. The song is Weapon of Choice. If you've never seen the video, please look it up. It is so cool. He dances the whole time. Christopher Walken is just giving it all he got. And I know I keep saying that. That's just like that's what I think about when I think of Christopher Walken. He just gives it all he got. He gives it all he has like he's just a cool New York dude. And he could do anything, and when it came to this fat boy' slim music video, he was just nonstop. There were acrobatics there he you know he was like flowing in the air, <laughs> but all in all, he was dancing around this house or whatever it was, this building, just so many different styles of dance um. I can't really put my finger on certain movements. I think he did a little cha-cha at one point. I know he definitely did cha-cha on Hairspray. He did a little bit of cha-cha then. But yeah, so in 2001, he really brought himself to the surface again when it came to dance. And everyone saw him as an older gentleman now in 2001, being born in 1943. Yeah, 1943. He's an Aries. (laughs) but he just he kicked butt man he did so good and it was amazing so that was in 2001 and since then in a lot of interviews sometimes he reminisces about performing and he reminisces about old hollywood and being a part of just all those amazing people that he worked alongside um another quote i have and I saved it to talk about old Hollywood because it includes someone that I will talk about in the future. So talking about as a child star, And quote, I remember doing them with Lucille Ball, Danny Thomas, and Jack Benny. I saw Howdy Doody in his box when he wasn't working. They would put him in a box, <laughs> end quote. And that's just, that's so cool to me that you could have one of those old stories talking about... Those three major actors and performers. And then Howdy Doody. It's like, I saw him in his box. It wasn't special to me anymore. I was a kid. I saw him in his box. You know, I was a serious actor at 10. Like, that's what I can't think of Christopher Walken being a young boy. Like, being excited about Howdy Doody. Like, oh, look, a puppet. That's so cool. No, he saw him in his box. And he's like, I understand that. I'm 10 years old. I understand Howdy Doody is in his box. <laughs> it's just, I can't think of Christopher Walken as anything other than who he is now. Um, one last thing before I give you a list of some of his top dance performances in movies is one thing I always love about him is being on Saturday Night Live. He is one of the reigning five-timer club inductees, one of the first, I believe. And being a part of the five-timers club, um, obviously that means you hosted for at least five times. He's hosted a lot more than that. And depending on if they need someone to host and they have an empty spot every year, he is one of the people that they will always call. So every year, every season of SNL, he has an open slot if he wants it. Um, I don't remember the last time I will post it in the comments, um, on our website and our Facebook and our social medias. Once I find out when the last time he was on SNL, if you guys would like to research that for me, that would be awesome. I'm not too close to my computer yet. I'm still setting up the space, but man, I would love to see him back. That would be so much fun. Obviously. A lot of people know him for his cowbell when him and Will Ferrell really took over Blue Oyster Cult. And he has this amazing quote saying, there needs to be more cowbell. And I will not do a Christopher Walken impression. (laughs) But yeah, he needs more cowbell. (laughs) One of the ones that I always loved. um, I, I don't know the exact name of the character. But he wouldn't, it was like a first person camera like you were the person first person and you walked into his house because he invited you over you were the lady and he was always blocking the door and he was wearing his robe and smoking a cigar having some like a whiskey on the rocks and (laughs) it just cracked me up because he's like oh no no don't go don't go stay (laughs) and he was just so good he could do anything So that's with SNL. I love him on SNL. So go look up some of those skits, too. They'll crack you up. So now the last thing we're going to talk about with Christopher Walken is there is also a video online where someone mashed together over 50 movies where he performed a little bit, did some dancing, and they mashed it together in one, like, music video. So look that up. It's super cool. But I also found a list online. Um, through my research, of the top five movies, most memorable moments of him dancing. So number five was this movie called Search and Destroy in 1995. Number four was this movie called Puss in Boots in 1988, where he played Puss in Boots. (laughs) Number three is Hairspray, obviously. Um, Not the Ricky Lake version, but the newer version with John Travolta. And number two is the Pennies from Heaven Steve Martin movie. And number one is the Fat Boy Slim music video directed by Spike Jones. So if you want to look up any of those and see him putting on a performance in some of his top five amazing roles out of over 50 movies he's done, he is done. But yeah, that is Christopher Walken. I hope you, I kind of flew through it it's the first episode. I'm super excited. I wanted to do something kind of short and simple, someone we all knew and enjoyed. I hope you enjoy movies by him and enjoy his dances, and I hope you look up stuff that I brought up and learn something new. Um, This episode is going to be a little shorter. I would like to shoot for you know, like maybe 40, 40, 45-minute episodes, and there will definitely be moments where that will happen. There might even be some two-parter episodes, depending on what we're learning about. Next week, I am going to try to have an episode posted every Tuesday. So this first episode, depending on how it works out with all the ins and outs of podcasting, hopefully this is being posted on May 5th, the... Video obviously will be, but when it comes to through Spotify and Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts, it will be on May 5th also. But anywho, I know that next week's episode on Tuesday will be a little bit longer because that is going to be our history episode. And I am super excited because this month I'm going to give you a little bit of me in every episode. So today, It was Christopher Walken. It was something super fun. I love SNL. I love an actor just having it all. And he's just a cool dude that everybody knows. So why not talk about him? And this next episode will be a place that I have always loved. And a place that has a history of dance a part of it and might even have the ghost of dance a part of it. Oh, creepy. So if you would like to follow us on social media, um, we have a few different sites. We have our usual, we have Facebook at in and out of frame podcast. We have Instagram at in out of frame podcast, no, and, and we also have Patreon, which I will be posting bonus videos for all of you listeners who would like to donate to this super fun podcast. I will be putting up choreographed videos. I will be putting up cool interactive videos when it comes to music and dance and what type of rhythm it is. I will be asking for your kind of input when it comes to episodes and when it comes to what type of song I am going to create a choreographed dance to next. So you have a lot of voice when it comes to in and out of frame. And like I said, it's for us. It's for all of us to enjoy ourselves and talk about something we're passionate about. So the Patreon is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com. And my site is in and out of frame podcast, all one word, all lowercase. You can find all this linked onto the Facebook and social media sites. So Just keep it updated and let's have fun and I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.